you look at source number one, when you talk about the mitzvah of Yeshiv Eretz Yisrael, everything is halachic. And number one, when we start talking about the mitzvah of Yeshiv Eretz Yisrael, the first thing that you're going to notice is that there's no Rambam. Because the Rambam doesn't list it as a mitzvah. He doesn't list it as a mitzvah in the Sefer of Mitzvahs, and he doesn't list it as a mitzvah anywhere in the Mishnah Torah. He never talks about it in terms of a mitzvah that you have to, that there's a mitzvah of Yeshiv Eretz Yisrael in any capacity whatsoever. So the Ramban wrote a Sefer on the Sefer of Mitzvahs called Sefer Shikha, the forgotten mitzvahs of the Rambam. And he has over there, and he's got the forgotten ones of the positive commandments and the, and the forgotten ones of the negative commandments. So in the positive commandments, there's 17 that the Rambam forgot to write. That's how the Ramban writes his Sefer. 17 that he forgot to write. So, and there's Mrs. Ase and Mrs. Los Ases that he forgot, that the Rambam forgot to write. So the Ramban writes on his Hasagos, on the Rambam of the 17, on mitzvah number four, he writes about the mitzvah that the Ramban believes is there's a mitzvah to live of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. And I didn't write the whole thing down because it would take up the whole entire page, but I wrote two things. The first thing that he says, just to get our bearings straight, is that the Ramban writes that there's a sifrei, the medrash halacha, in uh, Parshas Re'eh, and the medrash halacha says as follows. There were a group of rabbanim that were, lived in Eretz Yisrael, and they were taking a group of other rabbanim outside Eretz Yisrael, and they wouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael to escort them. Even for minutes, even for minutes, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. And this is what they says. Is this is the second paragraph in source number one, and the Ramban says, "From there you see, it's a mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael." That's what the Ramban says. That's good, but you need a mitzvah from the Torah. So the Ramban says there is a mitzvah from the Torah, and that's going to be source number two. This is the Ramban's source for the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Source number two it says, "Vehorashem esaaretz v'yishabtem ba." Horashtam doesn't mean Yerusha. Horashtam means, Bezos Hashem, we should be Mekayim this, to drive out those people. Drive out. The Horashtam is a causative word. It doesn't mean Yerusha. It means dispossess the land of all of its inhabitants. That's step one. That's a mitzvah in and of its own self, uh, in and of its own right, says the Ramban. And mitzvah number two is Vishavtim Ba. You shall settle the land. That's Yeshiva Arts. Vishavtem ba. That is the mitzvah of Yeshuv Eretz Yisrael. That is continuous. That never ends. That's the biblical commandment. That that never ends, says the Ramban. This is the forgotten mitzvah of the Rambam. Vishavtem ba is the mitzvah to inhabit the land. Now Rashi does not learn that way. Rashi does not learn that dispossess the land and you shall inhabit it. As that, in fact, the, uh, Rashi's greatest, uh, greatest opponent, the Ramban, quotes the Rashi. He always quotes Rashi to tell you when he's arguing. And at the end of this Ramban, in source number three, the Rambam, Ramban says, if we just look at source number three together, Al daiti, according to me, zu he yitzave osam that Hakadosh Baruch Hu commands us that we shall dwell in the land, and you shall inhabit it. 
Just a brief background of myself. First of all, it's very nice to be here, and it's nice to be in Chabad, and I really uh, get a lot out of you. I started, by the way, Yud Teski Slave Learning Tanya, and I'm going to go to the CUM on Yud Teski Slave, by the way. I chazer every day before, and I do the day after, the day also, so I, I've done it, I'm doing it twice. I'm getting a lot of nachas out of it. It's a very gishmaka safer. Um, so, but I, because I have friends here at the shul, it's like, I gotta learn the Tanya. I've always learned. So it's very gishmak, especially right now, Befrat right now, it's my there, this is like the one of the highlights what's going on right now because if anybody first of all the Hilchas Talmud Torah of this Shulchan Aruch Arav and what he's just been saying for the past three days I mean I don't understand why every Chabad guy is not doing pil pul halacha like 24-7 it's like <laughs> unbelievable so uh, nevertheless I mean it's just like my 12 years in Eretz Yisrael I lived in Eretz Yisrael for 12 years and I, I didn't want to move. And uh, one of my rabbanim is, uh, and the person that I went to for AIDS is a person named Rav Usher Weiss. He's a Galdol Batora. Um, and uh, I drove, I was in the car with him. I didn't, I didn't have a car for 11 years there, but I was in the car with him. When I drove him to the Shear, I, I wasn't driving, but I went with him to the Shear where he talked about the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. Uh, the ne- that to- at that time, I found out that my father, Allah Vashalom, uh, had gotten diagnosed with cancer. And every year I used to go to him and I used to say, this is how much money I have in the bank, can I st- and I'm learning Torah, can I stay in Eretz Yisrael? And every year he said yes. And that year, right after I drove him to the Shir, Mamish, like a week after, me and my wife went to go see him. Like it's, a, it's a great mice of what happened there, if anybody wants to know later. But I drove him, I, I took him there, and I'm like, you know, can I stay in Eretz Yisrael? You know, my father's sick, what should I do? He goes, you got to go back. I just drove you to the Shear where you said that you're not allowed to go back. You're not allowed to go back. You know, we're going to talk about it. But he said, yeah, but you're different in this, in this regard. You've got to go back. And he gave me two reasons why. So um, then if anybody knows Rav Asher Weiss, just for my Shahaya, I went back to him two weeks when I had all my caches about what he had told us, me and my wife. And uh, he said very sternly to me, I don't know what you didn't understand the first time I came. I, I talked to you. So long story short, we moved back here in 2018, and I've been back here for five years. And um, it wasn't our choice, but uh, godly divine. Nevertheless, so the Rashi says here, Rashi says there's not a mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. There's not a mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael from this Pasuk. What does the Pasuk mean? It's not a Pasuk that says... Number one, dispossess the land of its inhabitants. And number two, Yishu Pa'aretz. It means if you dispossess the land of its inhabitants, you will be able to stay there. And if you don't, you're not going to be able to stay there. As we know from Shaul, he didn't do a good job of doing the, the he didn't uh, finalize the job. So if you dispossess the land, it doesn't mean you, there's a positive commandment to dwell there. It just means you're going to be able to dwell there if you get rid of all the people that live there. So the Rashi for sure doesn't learn that. The Ramban says right here, this is it. And he asks on the Rashi, Rashi, I disagree with your uh, interpretation of this Pasuk. Nevertheless, we could say, based on everything that we're saying right now, we could say that, um, okay, so let's just, let's just uh, say right here. We could say, why does the Rambam not say that it is uh, one of the mitzvahs of the 613? Okay, so... Let's just go to the next source. The next source is the famous Gemara in Sota, Dafyad Dalet Amun Aleph. And now I know because I'm becoming a Chabad guy myself, I'm going to start learning this during, uh, uh, during uh, the uh, Omer and uh, finish Sota every year. That'd be very gishmak for me. Okay, but uh, so it says, so it says over here, Gemara in Sota 14a, Yud Dalet Amun Aleph. Darash Rabbi Simlai, source number four. 
Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to live in the land of Eretz Yisrael? He wanted to eat fruits of the land. It can't be that he wanted to satiate himself from the goodness, even though that's what we say in Alamechia, by the way, strangely enough. So it can't be that that's why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go there. Um, that is why there is a group of indigenous uh, that they claim they're indigenous that want to go there. But they only started going there when we were growing humongous Jaffa oranges. That's uh, neither here nor there, though. Elakach Amar Moshe. So says Moshe. Harbe mitzvahs nitzavu Yisrael v'yimizkaim elabeyetz Yisrael. There are many mitzvahs that the Jewish people were commanded, and you can only do some of them in Eretz Yisrael. I'm going to enter the land so I can do the mitzvahs. These are what we call mitzvahs hatzluyos ba'aretz. Mitzvahs that are dependent upon the land. Meaning to say, there's a mitzvah that you have to be in the land of Eretz Yisrael, and the question, of course, why do I bring this? Why do I bring this Gemara? I bring this Gemara because if you understand the Gemara and it's Pashtus, the Gemara is saying that there's basically only a reason to go to Eretz Yisrael for its mitzvahs. There's no reason at all to go to Eretz Yisrael for Yeshiva Aretz. The Gemara just said. Maybe the Gemara could have said, "Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go to the land of Eretz Yisrael?" Huh? Possibly, possibly. Good, good. Could be that's how some people learn. Could be, uh, and we're going to get to it. But the, on the Pashtas, he just wanted the mitzvah. It could have said, it could have said like we're going to see, he wanted to live in the land because the land has a unique intrinsic holiness to it. But it says here over the mitzvah, it's only because of the mitzvahs. So... No, no, no. It's a mitzvah for Ladoros. For sure, it's one of the 613 mitzvahs for the Ramban, Ladoros. For Rashi, he doesn't learn it's a mitzvah Bechla. Bechla, even for the generation. Even for the generation. Yeah, he was just, meaning HaKadosh Baruch was just saying, I want you to go to the land of Eretz Yisrael. And uh, um, uh, the Maharal, by the way, just says, so like, you know, for, for when uh, uh, politics uh, aside, but uh, I'm a rabbi, I'm allowed to talk politics. The, uh, the, um, the Maral says that the reason that the Torah was given in the desert, as opposed to Eretz Yisrael, is because the Torah wouldn't be dependent on the land of Eretz Yisrael. In other words, uh, you, if you grew up in Atlanta like I did, so you're a Braves fan, and, the, and you're a Braves fan whether you move to, to Eretz Yisrael or whether you move wherever you are, and it's your Braves fan. The Torah was given in the Midbar because the Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't want the Torah to be dependent upon the land of Israel. Because people would say, well, we're never allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. We have to fight to our death, and that's just it. Kaddish Baruch Hu said, not that way. Kaddish Baruch Hu, according to the Maharal, says, Torah is more important, every yid is more important, and there's sometimes you're going to be exiled. And, that's what, and, that, and the Torah is not like that. So, you know, the Torah being given in the desert shows that the Torah is interdependent, uh, or independent, sorry, independent of that. Nevertheless, okay, so, so it does seem like, so, the, so let's answer your question, you know, what, what is the, maybe the Yishuv Eretz Yisrael isn't a mitzvah, but maybe it's in order to fill all the mitzvahs. We could answer up the Rambam very easily, and most people do answer up the Rambam, and that's the real question. Why is the Rambam not listed as a mitzvah? So the Rambam learns that Yishuv Eretz Yisrael isn't a mitzvah in its own right, it's a Heksher mitzvah. Or as you say in Eretz Yisrael, it's a mavol mitzvah. It's a means to do a mitzvah. Meaning to say, sukkah, building a sukkah is not a mitzvah. It's a means to be able to dwell in a, in a to be able to do the mitzvah of dwelling in a sukkah. But you don't make a mitzvah when you build a sukkah. 
Uh, you should have in mind, by the way, halachically, that when you say you're shachianu, that it has to be on building the sukkah. But that, that's, if you didn't have that in mind, it's okay, because uh, building a sukkah is a heksha mitzvah. Buying a lulav is a heksha mitzvah, so that you can shake a lulav. So too, living in Eretz Yisrael, they say, for the Rambam, is a heksha mitzvah, it's a means to be able to do the mitzvah of the mitzvah satsuyos ba'aretz. And this Gemara works very well with the Rambam. The Rambam would learn that the, the, the Gemara says, why do you want to turn to the land of Israel? Because he wanted to do the mitzvahs. And the land of Israel is a heksher mitzvah to be able to do the, the mitzvahs that are hatsuyos ba'aretz. And that's a very easy answer. Now, who is the one that says that there is no mitzvah, that beferush, that there is no mitzvah to live in the land of Eretz Yisrael? That there's really not a mitzvah to live in the land of Eretz Yisrael, there's only mitzvahs? It's going to be the Rashbam. The famous Gemara in Baba Basra, Dafsadi Aleph, which talks about the Isser of leaving Eretz Yisrael, where there is an Isser to leave Eretz Yisrael. The Rashbam says on Sadi Aleph Ahmed Aleph, this is right here. He says right here, Tanu Rabbanan, source number five. Tanu Rabbanan, Ein Yotzi Meretz Ma'aretz Lechutz Laaretz. You're not allowed to go out of Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Laaretz. Says the Rashbam, says the Rashbam, why? This is uh, still source number five. Shemafkiyah Tzmo Mina Mitzvahs. Why can't you leave Eretz Yisrael? Because you're going to be mevatel yourself from mitzvahs. Nothing with the land, nothing at all. The Rashbam is the main proponent of the idea that there is no mitzvah whatsoever of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. There's a mitzvah to do mitzvahs. And why is there an iser to leave the land of Israel? Because you can't do mitzvahs. If you're not going to be able to do Shemitah, Shemitah is a very important mitzvah. And if you leave the land of Eretz Yisrael, you're not going to be able to do Shemitah. That's unacceptable. And that's what the Gemara means. Ein yotzi ma'aretz You're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to chutzlaretz. It's for sure. It's for sure. According to everybody in Isser, uh, what you're saying is going to be great. It's going to be the crescendo of my uh, class here. But um, but but nevertheless, it is for sure. According to everybody, no matter what, even at the crescendo of the class, it, for sure there's an Isser. It, it's a separate. It, the question is, how does it work? Even if it's a mitzvah uh, ase, mitzvah kumase, mitzvah kumas, let's say, uh, nevertheless, afil uh, hachi, there's going to be an iser, no question, to leave the land of Israel. Never the, no, no question. On the easiest way, or in the most basic pshat, it's going to be the Rashbam. For Oave pshat, if you ever read the Rashbam, um, the Rashbam, you know, he argued on his grandfather. He said, he, he writes in his perush, he writes that my grandfather Rashi came to me and I told him that he needs to write more pshat-based uh, perush on the chumash. He writes this in his, uh, in his perush. And uh, the Rashi, so like, I, I, I actually talked to Adam Gadol one time, like, how can he write this? Like, what does this mean? And the Rashi acquiesced, he said. So a, a big rub told me, like, what's the pshat this Rashbam? He said, have you ever been, a, you're not a grandfather yet. But when your grandson says something to you, you're going to say, yeah, that's, I hear what you're saying. It sounds really great, no matter how, you know, Rashi, who is the... Nevertheless, the Rashbam was also great, and uh, to say the least. Huh? There is some reason to that. Rashi sometimes uh, sways into the Medrash rather than sticking to the shots. Although Rashi insists that it's traditional. Right, so, the, so for people like myself who are Ohave Maral, whether or not there's a, a Tanya to the Maral, and, and Maral was my first love, 
Um, the Maharal says everything is pshat. And the, there's always going to be a reason. So, so, do, so does the uh, Mizrahi, by the way. And so do all the other um, uh, Oave Pshat people on, the, on Rashi. The Rashbam uh, in Achanami, he says not, but the Medrash, you can't understand, like, uh, you know, um, you can't understand the, uh, you know, Pshutu Shal Mikra, generally speaking, unless he brings it. Whenever there's a Dabar Acher, because there's a problem in Rashi, because there's a problem with the first Pshat. And so the Pshutu Shal Mikra that the Rashbam is saying, and the Ibn Ezra is in the same camp, the Ibn Ezra, is in the same camp as the, uh, the uh, Rashbam, but sometimes their pshat is not so pshat. And the question is, what exactly is pshat anyways? Nevertheless, um, so, so, okay, so let's just keep going. Now, based on this, the Sitz Eliezer, does anybody know who the Sitz Eliezer was? Rabbi Ezer Waldenberg. Rabbi Ezer Waldenberg, by the way, was a Adam Gadol Admaod. He wrote the Sitz Eliezer. He sat in the back of the base medrash, not holding a baby, just writing Chidushe uh, Torah on the greatest, unbelievable, most unbelievable Chidushe Torah that you've ever seen. Like he was. Ravasher Weiss. Yeah, yeah. So, so he wrote on uh, when is a person considered dead, in vitro, all the things. He died probably 30, he was Nifter probably 30 years ago. And he was just. A, how much less? 20 years ago? No, it couldn't be less than that. Uh, he died in the 80s. 80s, yeah, for sure. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 80s, yeah. So Revaldenberg, yeah, definitely, uh, uh, I, I would have met him. Uh, so the, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Okay, so Revaldenberg wrote on all of these topics. He takes the, he takes the Rashbam Kipshuto, and he says that's what the Gemara and Sota means. The Gemara in Sota means, like we're saying, why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into the land? Because there's no mitzvah to live in the land. And that's why the Gemara is saying that, that practically speaking, he only wanted to do mitzvahs because that's the only thing there is to do in mitzvahs. Now, and he also learns that it's a hechsher mitzvah. And it's a hechsher mitzvah even though it's a chiyuv from the Torah. Now, there's a chiyuv to do mitzvahs. But it's a hechsher mitzvah. Living in the land of Israel is going to be a hechsher mitzvah. That's number one. That's a good way to understand, to- that's a good way to understand the... Um, the Rambam. Now, let's get into the hard part. The first Mishnah in Gittin, source number six. Everybody knows this Mishnah. Maybe get me, Medina Sayyam, if you're bringing a get from, uh, from outside of Eretz Yisrael, Tzarech Shiyoma Vifanei Nachta Vifanei Nachtam. You have to say that, uh, that it was actually, um, it was written and signed in my presence. That's what you have to say. Says, says the Gemara, so this is the last line on the first page. This, this is it. This is like the, uh, this is the uh, most important part. Rabbi Yudomer, may Rechem Lamizrach, from Rechem to the east of Israel, this is delineating the land of Israel right here. And this is like five lines down in the Gemara on Daf Beis in, in uh, Gittin. Or Rechem Kamizrach, may Ashkelon Ladarum. By the way, Ashkelon is not in the Israel if you say this. Don't tell a friend of yours in Ashkelon. Ashkelon is not in the land of Israel. Yeah. Do people practice that today? Do they keep these younger than Ashkelon? No, 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 no. Um, they don't. The Ashkelon Kedarim? Yeah, a lot, a lot is already like, you know, and when we gave, when Menach, when. Uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, Tosos is on this. Don't, don't worry, Tosos is on the scene. Uh, so, May Akko Litzafon. Akko is also not part of the land of Israel. So, if you've been to the famous jail in Akko, it's not in the land of Israel, according to this Mishnah. We're, we're gonna, according to the Gemara. Rabbi Meir, Omer, Akko married to so Rabbi Meir disagrees, and Rabbi Meir says Akko is in the land of Israel. Look in the back. Huh? Huh? For, no, this is, for, this is literally Mamish, the land of Israel. Huh? Yeah, Ligitin. Right, right. No, no, for Gittin. Right. Rabbi Meir says, sorry. Rabbi Meir is only talking about for Gittin. Exactly. 
Okay, so with that said, Tosfos, by the way, the Tosfos would be both sides of the page, so I only wrote down some of the Tosfos on source seven over here. Tosfos asked the Kasha, this is gonna bring us into two big inyanim. The first one is less big, the second one is going to be a bigger deal. The Ashkelon Kedarim says Tosfos, source number seven, Hikshi Rabbeinu Tam, Rabbeinu Tam Shaila, Kasha, the Ashkelon married Israel he? How could you tell me that Ashkelon is not in Eretz Yisrael? That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah? Dixi, because I got a kasha, Dixi be Yeshua. In Sefer Yeshua it says, Zos Ha'aretz There's a Mefurish Pasuk that Yeshua was commanded to be, to be Kovesh the land, and he was Kovesh the land in Ashkelon. And Ashkelon's mentioned that one of the places that he, that he, that he did, that he, that he conquered. Hash Dodi Vashkaloni. The Pusik says Hash Dodi Vashkaloni. You see Ashkelon right there. Vic Stephen, there's another Pusik over there. It says He Pila Israel Linachala. It went down to the Jewish people as a Nachala, as an inheritance. Kasher TV Sicha, like you commanded me. Okay, let's let's go to the end. The Omar Tam, four words from the end of the second line. The Omar Tam. The Ole Baba Lo Kavshua. Easy answer in the Tosfos. Why is Ashkelon in our Mishnah not considered Eretz Yisrael, but in Yehoshua it is? This is because we know this Gemara all over Shas, Megillah, different places. It says when there were two different Kivush Haaretzes. There is the, the Kivush Haaretz of, of Yehoshua, and there's the Kivush Haaretz of Ezra. And after when we came back, when, uh, when, uh, when, um, uh, Daryavish and Cyrus, they, uh, they let us go back into the land, and Ezra and Nehemiah led the, uh, led the second uh, Kedushas Haaretz. So there is, that, and that's the Gemara, Kitshalashaita Kitshalasi Lavo, or Kitshalashaita Lo Kitshalasi Lavo. Meaning to say, when we, first, when, we, we, when we first took over the land of Eretz Yisrael with Yehoshua, all of that was halachic Eretz Yisrael. That's for sure. But then when we were exiled from Babel and Ezra reconquered the land, it's Mefurish over there that he did not conquer all of the land. So whatever he did conquer became Eretz Yisrael. Whatever he didn't conquer was not Eretz Yisrael. Because Yehoshua's, we don't go Basar Yehoshua, we go Basar Ezra. So since we go Basar Ezra, Mimela, it happens to be that there's an easy answer for Ashkelon. Why does our Gemara say Ashkelon is not part of Eretz Yisrael? Because that was when the Gemara is talking from Ezra onwards. It's the Gemara. And when Tosa says, how can Yehoshua say that it was Eretz Yisrael? Because that was Yehoshua. And it wasn't reconquered by Ole Bava when the people came back in. Huh? So now we have Ben-Gurion? Now we have Very nice. According to this, the Huh? So, 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 Akko is a good question. Akko, so, first, or in Ashkelon. So, Ashkelon, according to this, we're going to say that Ashkelon is not Eretz Yisrael. By the way, all the cities that we have right now aren't necessarily how the cities were back then. So, that's, that's Aleph. This is also for Gittin. So, specifically for Gittin, and for, for Gittin, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be for Gittin and for everything else also. So, I mean, whatever's Shaykh for Gittin is going to be Shaykh for everything else. So, the, the, the way that we're going to understand Ashkelon is that Ashkelon is the Ashkelon that the Gemara is talking about right now is not part of Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. How does the Gemara specify Gittin if it's for everything? Uh, the, it's going to span everything. This is just the first Mishnah. Because when it says, saying, well, what is Eretz Yisrael? Stamazoi, what's Eretz Yisrael? Stamazoi, what's Eretz Yisrael? So, like, uh, so. Meaning this is really, really Eretz Yisrael. 
So Tosos answers very easily. There's two Kedusha Sa'aretz. The second Kedusha, it was not Mikudeshes, it was not uh, Kitsha, and the first one it was. So Mimela, uh, it's uh, Ashkelon, is very easy. This one's a hard one. Akko. What do you do with Akko? Everybody's been to the prison in Akko over there, and um, you've driven through. Second paragraph in seven. Even though Ole Baba was Kovesh the land, they did conquer it. So Ezra conquered Akko. So why is Akko not considered part of Eretz Yisrael according to the Gemara and Gitin? So the Gemara says, uh, first of all, Tosas brings a Raya. How do I know that Ole Baba was, uh, was uh, they were Makadeshit? The armor of Ksubas. This is what it says at the end of Ksubas over there. Um, and it says, by the way, the end of Ksubas is all of the Gemara's relating to the land of Israel. I'm not making this sheer political except in a uh, Israel-Arab sense, but not in a Jewish-slash-Satmer sense, because I think Chabad and uh, all Ashkenazi Jews agree that, um, that uh, the Shalosh Shavuos, I think we're all on the same page with that, and uh, we don't necessarily hold the Satmer Shita, but the Satmer Rebbe was a great uh, Rebbe, and he, a great Rav, and he's allowed to hold his opinion also. And whenever we disagree, it doesn't mean that uh, another person doesn't have an opinion. It means that we have our opinion and they have their opinion. Nevertheless, at the end of the Ksubas over there when there's Shalosh Shavuos and all of that stuff, there's a... Um, the Gemara says over there, Rebbe Abba, right after Daf Kuf Yud Beis, Rebbe Abba have a menashe kipi da Akko. Rebbe Abba would kiss the stones of Akko. He wasn't kissing the stones of a place in Chutzlaretz. And this is Rebbe Abba who lived after Ole Bavel. Yeah, Uba Perg Misha Achso, and later on in Gitan, the Gemara is going to say, Parik Lememer de Akko Lab Meretz Yisraeli, the Gemara is going to answer, the Gemara is going to ask, uh, is Akko not part of Eretz Yisrael? What do you mean? When the rabbis of Chutzlaretz would see the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael, the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael would walk them until Akko and no further. Why? Because Akko was part of Eretz Yisrael and they wouldn't step out of Eretz Yisrael. So you see, Akko was for sure part of Eretz Yisrael. So what, what's going on here? Amor Rabbeinu Tam. This is, a, this is a, only, only Tosus could say this. Delo kasha midi. I love how he starts. There's no, there's no kasha whatsoever. It's not a kasha at all. To Akko haisa mechetzim eretz mechetzim mechutz laaretz. Akko is half an eretz Yisrael and half not an eretz Yisrael. It's like Atlanta. It's like Sandy Springs and Seer done when he's there. Why? Who in the world knows? It definitely has, that has to do with money. Akko definitely for sure didn't have to do with money. Or maybe it did. But nevertheless, the, uh, the Akko was half an eretz Yisrael and Akko was half not eretz Yisrael. How do you know? Kedemuchach ve'yushalmi, the Yushalmi says it. And here the Gemara is talking about that I maybe get the, the Akko that's not in Eretz Yisrael, the part of Akko that's not in Eretz Yisrael. So there's a part of Sandy Springs that's in Buckhead, and there's a part of Sandy Springs that's not in Buckhead. That's the way it's understood. Yeah. From Ole Bubble onwards, how could Akko be not part of Eretz Yisrael when clearly it is? Rabbi Yabba was. No, he's applying a different answer. Oh, okay, fine. So the part, fine, you can say that. That the, the, the part that's not Eretz Yisrael was the part that Yoshua was, uh, was Kovesh, and it wasn't, it was Kitshala Shaita Lo Lasi Lovel, yeah. What is the reasoning for Yerushalmi? I don't know. I don't know. Tosa just says, Tosa says Rai is, it's half and uh, half. Seems to me that it's not the same Yeah, for sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's not, no, Akko was, uh, yeah, right. And there are other, if you look at a, at a uh, biblical map of Eretz Yisrael, there are a lot of these things are, uh, you know, yeah, Beitar is not in Beitar. 
where Beitar is. Well, but, it's Kiryas Arba, he loves Hebron. Yeah, huh? Kiryas Arba is the thing. Yeah, Kiryas Arba. Kiryas Arba, he loves Hebron. Yeah, he loves Very nice. Very nice. Kiryas Arba, he loves Hebron. Wow. 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 Kiryas Arba, yeah, so the, um, uh, this shir should uh, be a schus for uh, everybody in Eretz Yisrael and all of us around the world. Uh, all of us, Yidin, and we should uh, love all Yidin, which uh, I have to say Chabad excel in greatly, and it's a big schus to be around Ohave Yisrael, to say the least. Uh, Chabad all over the world. Uh, that stands out, and it's a big, uh, big thing that needs to be, uh, we need to be mafarsim in the world, is to love every Yid. Okay, um, with that said, okay, so that's, that's the, so, so, okay, so we have a big problem here. Half Eretz Yisrael, half not, half not Eretz Yisrael. How can Akko be split up into half Eretz Yisrael and half not Eretz Yisrael? First of all, the only reason I'm bringing this Tosfus, and Tosfus answers the Kasha this way, that Akko is half Eretz Yisrael and half not Eretz Yisrael, is because Tosfus is going to assume, and we can see it from here, that mitzvahs hatsluyos ba'aretz are in essence, the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, meaning they are interdependent, they are connected. Mitzvahs Eretz Yisrael and Mitzvahs Yishuv Eretz are co- totally connected. Let me just show you what the Ramban says to answer this question. Ramban, how does the Ramban answer this question? What do you do with Akko? Akko, Rabbi Abba, Menashe, Kipi, the Akko. He would kiss the stones of Baba, of, uh, of Akko. So how do, you do, how do you deal with this? Says the Ramban, listen to this Ramban. Unbelievable Ramban, Lishitaso. Look at this Ramban, number eight. Vi'i nami, svirile, lo kitshala asidlavo. It wasn't kitshala asidlavo, ako. Le'inyan trumas amaisris. The comma's in the wrong place. Safaria messed up. Okay. Uh, don't trust Safaria for everything. And um, they, when, I, when I was in Brooklyn visiting my brother in Flatbush, they, uh, a famous Rav in New York wrote, are we even allowed to... Uh, did I send you this? I have an article. Are you, are you even allowed to use Safari? That's a new thing. Apparently, Safari was not. Fluid, huh? The translation of gender fluid. The, cha- the translation, no, but it's it, the whole Safari is not uh, maintained or, or made by religious Jews, and um, so there's a there's so not only worry about the commas. Anyways, Baruch Hashem, I use Safari, and I. Uh, um, but they messed up on this comma here. What? Hebrew books? Hebrew books is the best. Should I pause the tape here while we can be political? Yeah? Oh, yeah, something with an M. Yeah, I don't remember what it is either. I don't know, it's such an easy website, Safari, it's hard not to like it. Uh, and whoever the guy that donated the money to them, I feel like I know him. I've like gone on the website so much. I use Safari to figure out... Um, I do Mishnah Yomi, so I have to figure out what missions I have to do because it tells you when, what Mishnah Yomi. Okay, so it wasn't Kishalasi Lavov Listen to this, Ramban. This is, a, this is an amazing Kiddush. For Trumas and Maestros, meaning the mitzvahs, it wasn't Kishalako regarding mitzvahs. However, Chavivia Lai, Le'inyan Trumas and Maestros, Chavivia Lai, Da'amri, 
Kedusha Shlishi Seishlam, because there are people that say well, there's going to be another Kedusha, meaning there's going to be, a, when the base of Mikdash comes, be or be we're going to have another Kedusha uh, Sa'aretz. Va'afal Pikain, says the Tosfos, Bechibasa Hiomedes. In its dearness it stands, Uvekudushasa, Le'inyan Yeshibasa Vidirasa. The last three words. Even if there's no mitzvahs in Akko to do, the land of Akko stands in its Kedusha of the Yishuv Shabo. So there's a Yishuv Aretz, Legabe Yishuv Aretz, and not, let's call it the Shechina Shabo, but not Legabe the Mitzvah. So the Ramban is saying clearly that you can distinguish and you can split apart the land of Israel in certain places, and this is what the Gemara and Gitin is doing, from the in, intrinsic Kedusha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised it to... By the way, this is this, this week's part, by the way, Lech Lecha. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu says... Uh, oh, no, it's not, not this part. I'll tell you in just a minute. But anyways, it, it is in Lech Lecha. Yeah, yeah, Rashi also. But, uh, so, but Lemaisa, the Ramban is clearly saying that there is a separate mitzvah of Yeshiva Aretz than there is in the mitzvah. So when the Gemara says that, that Akko is not part of Eretz Yisrael, it's not part of Eretz Yisrael. Legabi the mitzvahs. That's what the Gemara in Gittin is talking about. Why would Rebbe Abba kiss the stones? Because that's Yeshiva, it still has Yeshiva Aretz Kedusha. So Yeshiva Aretz Kedusha, it has that. Ramban is clearly saying that Yeshiva Aretz is completely disconnected from the mitzvah's Shabot. As, as opposed to the Rashbam, but not as opposed to Tosfos. Tosfos says it's half Akko, half not Akko. Yeah. Yeah, there's a totally different mahalach. And let's just be masaking here for just a second. Um, there are three shitas that we basically have here going on. We don't have to put Tosos in the Rashbam camp. There are going to be three shitas. First sheet is going to be Rashbam. No Yeshiva Aretz. It's only mitzvahs. The second shita, let's say, because this is Tosos, is going to be Yeshiva Aretz, but completely connected to the mitzvah Shabot. Yeshiva Aretz, there is a Yeshiva Aretz, but the Yeshiva Aretz is only as it relates to the mitzvah Shabot. If there are no mitzvahs, there's no Yeshiva Aretz. If there are mitzvahs, then there is Yeshiva Aretz. Yeah? Masha Enkein, the Ramban, is going to say there's Yeshiva Aretz, Aleph, and that stays as it is irrespective of whether there are mitzvahs or not mitzvahs. Yeah? That's going to be the three shittas, yeah, basically. So they're not interdependent. According to Tosfos, they are. No, what's the reasoning? How could you say that? That's all of the Gemaras that we basically been saying, Sota and everything else. You know, the Ramban learns Vishavtimba is a mitzvah Yeshiva Aretz. So if there's a Vishavtimba, and it doesn't say in the Pasuk also over there that there's a mitzvah Hatzaluya So Aretz, so Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael stands alain. There's nothing, you know, it's not. Uh, if you, and you just live there, and we're going to go to town on this. Don't worry, there's more. Huh? I lived in Akhenavi. Yeah, I lived in Akhenavi. Yeah, there. BDUK. Mamish. Wow. Mamish. Yeah. Whereas Tosos is going to say not. It seems like there's a Kedusha from the original, the Hundred percent. That's that's mama shipshak. Exactly. Bidiuk. Bidiuk. Yeah, Michael. So I understand. Basically, 
the Ramban would hold that Akko is not reconquered by Ezra? Ramb yes. Okay, but nevertheless, since it was conquered by Yoshua, it retains some confusion. Yeah, and you could say even deeper. You could say because of Parshas Lech Lecha, when Akash Baruch was telling Avram Avinu which lands are his, Akko was inter-included in that, and Mimela, it's got... It's still not included all the other it could be you can. We're going to get to it right now. Yeah. Yeah, according to the Ramban. Yeah. Yes. We're getting that's the next part of this year. Yeah. Even in the words of the Ramban, who's to say that that's still the midst of Yeshiva? It could still be. There's a kedusha intrinsic in living there because you have to be mekayim mitzvahs. Why would there be a kedusha? What he because just said is when you live there, you can be mekayim mitzvahs. But you can't here. That's what he's saying. He says in Nachanam, you can't be mekayim the mitzvahs. So what are you doing here? Ah, it's got kedusha. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a kedusha here, and therefore there is like a mitzvah of the alma, but not necessarily one of the tayyad mitzvahs of Yeshiva of Aretz. In Nachanam, it's a mitzvah of the alma of Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. No, I mean, you're respecting the mitzvahs. There's no mitzvahs. I Meaning the, the pasuk has nothing to say about mitzvahs that he brought as the as the raya. Like if you go through the sefer mitzvahs of, and the sefer shikha on the rambam on the rambam, he says over there that there's the rambam. The rambam says this is yeshiva, yeshiva's avodas. It's yeah. a mitzvah like mitzvahs. Yeah. Right. But maybe over here when he's saying the shosah imedes, he's not saying you have a mitzvah like you become one of the one of the tarim mitzvahs. He's saying there's a there's a mitzvah like it's a mitzvah to go to shul or like it's a mitzvah. I hear, but that's a. Uh, like I mean, why wouldn't the rabban be like he you know normally is in the six hundred thirteen in Taryak? He says there's a mitzvah. If this was to do shul. Yeah. Yeah. Just also to understand the basics. That doing ma'aser and trumas is like a continual conquering of the land by. Good, meaning that it, do, doing mitzvahs allows there to be a mitzvah yeshiva aretz. That's the easy way to understand where the Rashbam is going to town to say there's actually not a mitzvah yeshiva aretz. You're doing mitzvahs that are aretz, and that's a big thing. Um, you know. So, okay. Now, Averhayardain, there's the Tashbats. The Tashbats I don't have on the sheet, but the Tashbats says the following. He says that there's certain mitzvahs that apply to it, and that's Shemitah, and it applies there in a Deiraisa way. In Aver HaYardin. We're talking about Aver HaYardin, yeah? On the other side of Yardin. Could be that it got its Kedusha because of B'nai God, B'nai Ruvain, yeah? It could be that's the reason that it got it, but in Bimele, it, do, it does have it. Okay, now, was it part of the original land of Avram Avinu? It's a Machlokas Rishonim. The Rashi and the Ramban, by the way, based on this week's Parsha, Lech Lecha, Say when it says Ertz Haknezi Vaknezi, those psukim that were just like three words long this past week, that you're like, oh, that's a short pasuk. That actually inter includes B'nai God, B'nai Ruvain. That included Avar Yardin. According to Rashi and Ramban, uh, very important to know, we, in a Hanami, we got Avar Yardin from Og. We got it from Og, Melachabashan, but never, nevertheless, we, uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu originally gave it to Avram Avinu, according to Rashi and the Ramban on the, uh, off and word over, in the, over there in, uh, that we just read. And Mimela, it's, it's, uh, it's Kedusha still applies nowadays. Other Rishonim disagree and they say, uh, we assume the Kedusha because they went in there, but nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it wasn't necessarily given to us by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Rashi and Ramban uh, do say that. Well, that would be the differentiation of it. Kedusha lost the or not, for only in the Ramban, Shita. Yeah, for the Ramban, for sure, yeah. Um, 
Okay, now, by the way, the, the end of these Gemaras and Ksubas over there are talking about whether or not you can give... All the halachas relative to the land of Israel are in two places. There are Legabe Shabbos, Mafligin Bayam, which we're going to see if you're allowed to take a boat ride less than three days out. And it's going to be also in the realms of uh, Gittin. So, because that's what it talks about in Ksubas over there. It says in Ksubas, and the halacha is that if a, a man wants to divorce, uh, wants to go to Eretz Yisrael, and his wife doesn't want to, he's allowed to divorce her and he has to give her, he doesn't have to give her a ksuva. He doesn't have to give her a ksuva because she doesn't want to go up to the land of Eretz Yisrael with him. If she wants to go to the land of Israel, by the way, which shows that there is a mitzvah for a woman to have a, uh, a to, to uh, go to Eretz Yisrael, if she wants to go to, she can force him to go, and if he says no, she gets the ksuva. So, um, I guess you could think about this with uh, Jared Kushner and what? You're buying fruit. That's for sure. I'm just saying, like, he's... Well, that could be just because of the mitzvah, Shabbat. But also, like, based on if the person really... He differentiates all that as well. But it's going to be geboit on... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so... So that's the... Okay. All right. So, um... Why in Aver Yardin? So there, there are mitzvahs that's luyas ba'aretz, like you, like uh, like you're saying, like Yossi's saying here. Okay, um, so oh, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna say a chiddush from the. Does anybody know who the Meshachachma was in here? You should know because he was at the. You know the Meshachachma. The Meshachachma in uh, in my circles was wrote the greatest shot in Chumash since uh, the greatest uh, commentary to Chumash in the modern era. He lived with the Ragachover, so he and the Ragachover were. He he was in in Dvinsk, the Meshachachma of Israel, uh, of Meir Simcha of Dvinsk, and the Ragachover was the town over, and they were friends. They were friendly. The one time the Meshachachma said to the somebody came to the Meshachachma and he was talking to the Ragachover. And they said to the Meshachachma, they said, um, uh, you, you have an amazing memory. Let me, let me ask you something. And he said, I have an amazing memory. Talk to the Ragachavar. Yvamish has never forgotten anything. And the Ragachavar looks at the Meshachachma and he says, and it was something in Shas, and he says, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have a horrible memory. The only reason I know everything is because I chazer Shas weekly. That's what the Ragachavar said. Weekly. Chazer all of Shas weekly. That's what he said. Um, that's the way I heard the story. Nevertheless, um, and I'm not a Chabad guy, so, you know, it's got to be, that's the, uh, nevertheless. Uh, but, um, so the, the Meshachachma writes, listen to this, get this, guys. Based on what we said, this is going to come out as a tremendous Chiddush, but it's actually pretty Pashit based on what we're saying. The Meshachachma says in Parshas Re'e, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening 515 tefillas, to go into the land of Eretz Yisrael, to do and the, and the Gemara says in Sota, to, to eat the fruits. Is, is that what he wanted? You know what's what's going on here? Says the Meshachachma, he was talking to Hashem from Eretz Yisrael. He was on he was Be'ever Yarding, Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, according to this Tashbats, was on the other side of the Yarding, and when he was talking to Hashem, please let me in the land of Eretz Yisrael to do the mitzvahs. He was talking to Hashem from the land of Israel in Parshas Re. Uh, the uh, the uh, the Meshachachma brings us the the Jordan side, <coughs> meaning the Aver Yarden, which we consider, which, we which is where he's buried. He's buried in Eretz Yisrael. 
Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning he was buried. Again, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hadn't given us the land yet, but he was actually talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from, from the land of Israel because what happened, God and Reuven, they did this whole shaklavataria, you could stay there, then it was Kitsha, but it was given to, to, according to the Rashi and Ramban, it was given to Moshe Rabbeinu in Parshish Lech Lecha, Eber Yardin. So when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it sounds like a tremendous Hiddish, but it says in Meshachach, he was mamish davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> What's the answer? That's the answer. It ha- there were no mitzvahs yet. There were no mitzvahs yet. Had to lose Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And didn't keep their side. It still would have been according to Rashi and Ramban. It still would have been. Yeah. It's still Yeshiva Aretz. Still according to Rashi and Ramban. This is still part of Eretz Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu was davening in Eretz Yisrael to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to let him be able to do the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael, and that could answer all of our questions that we had over there in the Gemara Sota. Whenever we turn Huh? No, but again, according to the Ramban and according to Rashi, if it was, yeah, guys just, uh, um, a, a, a yid always has to have two things, the panemius and the chitzonius. In the chitzonius, there's something called a white paper and a Balfour declaration. In the panemius, that means absolutely nothing. I could care less about it. HaKadosh Baruch who promised it to Avram Avinu, and that's all I, I really care about in the panemius. But there's a chitzonius too, and that counts also sometimes. Okay, nevertheless, the... Um, the, okay, so, so, that's, so that's that. Now, there's a sefer called uh, Kaftor of Eferach. Uh, it was written by one of the Rishonim, um, and um, he actually, uh, rev- uh, he talks about, um, just, just to say uh, a quick thing, and, and it's going to be a nafkamina lalacha, Heter Mechira. Heter Mechira, I don't know how Chabad hold on. Heter Mechira, does Chabad eat Heter Mechira? Oh, of, uh, Eretz Yisrael? We don't, we, I mean, I don't, I don't eat Heter Mechira, but, uh, huh? Okay, I don't need etzer mechira also, it's okay. Uh, but it's a sugya, by the way. It's, it's all halacha. It's all Huh? Etzer mechira is that um, when the land was given over, when the Jewish people settled the land, there was not enough food for them to eat. So they sold the land back to the Arabs so that they didn't have to keep Shemitah. So, the, so now uh, there are sects of uh, Judea, Judea, Jews that keep Heter Mechira. So when Shemitah year comes, they sell the land back because it's too hard. Whereas the, uh, as we've all probably seen those unbelievable satellite pictures of the sixth year of the land getting dense and dense in these Shemitah farms. And I'm sure you guys have seen the famous video now that uh, a guy was uh, literally cutting, uh, cutting a field of Shemitah. This happened, uh, two year- this happened just uh, two years, yeah, two years ago. And he found an Arab cell and the Arabs came out and the land had just been cut because this guy was making it for Shemitah right in the sixth year and it was like a bounty of food and the Arabs came out. They have a video of this. They came out of the tunnel and they were in this land that had just been cut and they're all there and it was a very easy bam, 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 bam and they shot like eight or ten Arabs to death. He went there for oh, wheat. He went there for wheat for Pesach. That was it. Yeah, for the uh, and uh, it was Shemitah though. Yeah, it, was it says it was Shemitah and it was wheat for Pesach. Yeah. So nevertheless, um, there wasn't Hetzer Mechira because Hetzer Mechira you could you could do whatever you want on the land. He cut it because he had to do it right before. Yeah, he cut it early. Yeah, it's a whole story. It's well, a Rabbi Yol Gold video if you want to see it. Well, yeah, Yol Gold. Most of the most of the what the the Mizrahi faction does is they do. Uh, That's what they do. They don't. Not, not the not the Hetzer Mechira that they do now. They do. They do 
How do they do it? Best, basically, best in buys all the fields. No, that's that's and, a, and, they, and then everyone volunteers. Not, not, and then you get a bag and you fill up your bag. That's a that's a different thing. The heter mechira that it says on the Ravanut Hashkacha yeah. in Eretz Yisrael, where it says heter al yedei mechira, heter ayin chupchik yud mechira. That's heter mechira. That's mamish heter mechira. No, definitely not. Definitely not. No, but definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Oats are based, and there's a group of. The reason they do oats are based is because when you're selling it to the Arabs, they're saying you're supporting. No, oats are based is a could be oats are based is a separate thing. Oats are based is a separate sug, and oats are based is what a lot of people don't eat, also, namely a group called the Briskers, and they buy their their fruits from Turkey. So my wife has a very stark cousin who uh, learned with the Rosh Hashim. Huh? Yeah, he. I I'd never seen this. I I'm, I ordered a pizza with like uh, olives or whatever it was on. I lived in Harnof for 12 years, and I ordered a pizza. My my wife's friend, my wife's cousin, first cousin, her husband lived. Uh, her cousin's was a very her cousin's father was a very firm guy, and he was a brisker, and he all of his kids went to yeshiva in, uh, in uh, Mea Sharim. Not Mea Sharim, the Hasidish part. Mea Sharim, the Yushalmi part. And uh, where they speak only Yiddish and all this stuff. And he would not eat fruits and vegetables grown in the land of Israel during Shemitah, no matter what. He only bought, and there's a bunch of them. They get their fruits and vegetables from, uh, from Turkey. Um, nevertheless, that's, not, uh, uh, that's a different thing. It has to do with oats are based in certain things of it. But nevertheless, so Heter Mechira. The problem with the Heter Mechira says the Kaftar of Ferch. And this is what happened. So, and... And this is what happens. So, so, so there's a person named the Ridvaz. The Ridvaz was Rav Yosef Velovsky. And he wrote to Rav Cook. Yeah, he wrote to Rav Cook and he said, you can't allow Heter Mechira. Because if you let, allow Heter Mechira, listen to this. If you say that you're selling the land back to the, to the Arabs, yeah, during Shemitah, so your Paka mitzvah Yeshiva Aretz. And now they're not living in Eretz Yisrael. That's what he wrote. And this is a very serious thing, by the way. Very, very serious. He wrote that to Rav Cook. Rav Cook, he wrote, if you do this, if you are matir this, the yidden there in those parts are not in Eretz Yisrael. They're not. Because he's going like Tosfus. And Tosfus says that the, it's interdependent. The, the Hainu, the, the land is interdependent of the mitzvahs. If you're taking away the mitzvahs and there's no mitzvah of Shemitah anymore in, in that they land. They planted their house and and Hanami, but how, why do you want to be Paka, the, the Mamash Yishuv Eretz Yisrael? Mamash Yishuv. Yeah. The ones that are on the farm there, I mean, they're literally like giving he's away. Saying, he's saying some Yeah, in Hanami, but I'm still. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, it's a, like, I don't know if that's a good thing either. The truth is, you're going to have to sell the whole land. You're going to have to sell the whole land. You can't just sell, sell a field. When you say, I'm selling the land, they're saying, we're selling all the land back to you. That's really what Hatta Mechira is. Hatta Mechira is that you, you get the land of Eretz Yisrael. And, the, and, and, the, and, and this Ridvaz says, where Velosky was a, a gon olam, mamish. And he said, he said to Rav Kook, you cannot allow this to do this. Rav Kook wrote a book called Shavas Haaretz. Yeah, Shavas Haaretz. And, and it's all about Shemitah. In chapter 15 of his Hakdama, of the introduction. <laughs> yeah, he, he wrote, he answered this question. Like, you know, many pages. And he said, basically, Bekitzer, he said, you can delineate the land from the mitzvahs, and you can keep the land of Yeshua Eretz Yisrael, and you can say that it's paka from the mitzvah. You can be mevatah the mitzvahs, but still keep the land. 
And that's basically what Rav Cook wrote to him in chapter 15 over there of the introduction, which is mamish unbelievable. So you see, those are two, but those are two real shitas. Those are the two shitas that we've seen. Is the land of Eretz Yisrael interdependent or independent of the Mitzvah Shabbat? Yeah, that's really the Shaila. Yeah. It seems like, you know, the Midrash Yikot of Moshe, that there's like the Hashem's part of the Kibush and then our part. It seems like Hashem conquered spiritually all the way. Yeah. And then wherever geographically we're doing mitzvahs is where we're doing our part of the partnership. I thought, the, I thought similar. I was, when I saw you this morning, I was thinking that you were going to say that, actually. <laughs> and I was, uh, I, thought, I thought very similar. Um, okay, so now, last thing is, Ein Mafligen, source number uh, nine, the Muggen of Rum. Dinah Maflig Vesvina. I've gotten two calls before the war already this year as a rabbi. Am I allowed to take a cruise if I leave on so-and-so date? So the Pashtus is, is Tuesday and Wednesday are the two Shittas. Uh, the normal Mahalach is Tuesday. If you leave by Tuesday, the Gra, the Vilna Gon says Wednesday even. But it's a very short three-line Gemara and Shabbos over there. And this is going to be it. So it says, Mutter Laflig Vesvina, Filu Be'er Shabbos, Im Holech Lidvar Mitzvitz. Mutter to go on a cruise ship on Erev Shabbos if it's for a mitzvah. But for Dvar Rishos, if it's just a permissible activity, less than three days. You're not, you have to have a three-day thing. And um, by the way, Bishal Akum and all these other problems, if you're going to try to take a cheap cruise, if you're not taking a cheap cruise and you're doing a religious cruise, don't even look up the price if you have kids. It's not worth it. It'll just depress you. But uh, if you're going to take a cheaper cruise, uh, know that I don't know what you're going to eat because Bishal Akum, I have no idea how you would get around Bishal Akum. I don't think there is a way. I don't think they're going to let you back in the kitchen to put a piece of fish on the stove. But uh, anyways, I'd rather have good food than go on a cruise anyways. Um, so it says, so, so it says over here, the next paragraph, Anybody that goes up to Israel, If a caravan, you, you had ordered a caravan, I feel a bear of Shabbos. You're even allowed to go to Eretz Yisrael on the Erev Shabbos. Why? Give him the money beforehand and you're allowed to go to Eretz Yisrael. You can leave even there. Says the Ramban. This is unbelievable. Says the Magan Avram. Magan Avram, one of the greatest Rishonim um, for Halacha. He says over here, look at this Magan Avram. Two shitas. Listen to this. V'davka al derech lis yashev. Only if you're going to stay there. Only if you're, gonna, you're only allowed to do this trick of going to the land of Israel if you're actually going to move there. If you're going to settle there, yeah, because it's a mitzvah. But there are those that say, second shita, even if you're visiting and you're going to come back. Why? Because walking Dalad Amos in Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah. Now, so these are the two shitas in the Magan Avram. So, Magan Avram is basically saying Liz, that whether it's just to visit or do you have to have a Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Guys, what, come, what starts as a Kula comes out a big Chumrah. The Kasha is, are you allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael? You're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. The Pashtus is the Gemara that the Tosos brought. The Tosos brought a Gemara and Tosos says, how can you tell me that, that how can you tell me that, uh, that uh, Akko is, is not in the land of Eretz Yisrael? Uh, Rabbi Abba would kiss the stones and then these other Rabbanim, when they took leave of their friends, they wouldn't go past Akko. Pashtus guys, you're not allowed to even leave Eretz Yisrael for 
based on Nakamar for one second, for a minute. You're mamish not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Rav Asher Weiss in the shir that I went to, that I drove him to, that just to go full circle, he said, and Rav Asher Weiss is Hasidish. He was a Talmud of the Klausenberger. So, uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing. He's Hasidish, and he said, like, these Hasidish Rabbanim, you know, came to, came to the rabbi, and they said, you know, by the way, it's Rosh Hashanah or whatever, we'd like to go and visit Kivrei Tzadikim. And so he said, no, I don't, you shouldn't do that. And so they said, so they went anyways. So, you know, so they left Eretz Yisrael and they came back and they were like, you know, I, I, I didn't get such a good shmak in it. Well, he goes, well, you didn't ask me if you could visit the key great tzaddikim of the great tzaddikim that live in Eretz Yisrael. Why didn't you do that? It had to be in Eretz Yisrael, outside of Eretz Yisrael. That, that you had to visit, those key great tzaddikim. But the, the ones that are in Eretz Yisrael, those are the, those ones you didn't want to see. Yeah. Half of the Tanaim are buried in Eretz Yisrael. You go anywhere, you could... Um, nevertheless, so the... Um, so the, the um, so, okay, so now, so that's the Pashas. If you're going to say that it's a mitzvah to visit Eretz Yisrael because of Dalat Amos, which, by the way, Dalat Amos is very schwer. That's, I mean, but if they're going to say that there's a mitzvah just to visit, then you're not allowed to leave also if you're in that shita. But if you're saying that there's only a mitzvah to go to Eretz Yisrael if you're going to move there, so then you're allowed to visit other lands. And there's going to be a machlokas. It's a machlokas. The Maharit, who was the son of the Mabit, the Mabit was one of the great Rishonim, who wrote the, probably the greatest book, uh, Sefer of the Rishonim on Tefillah, uh, the Beis Elohim. He, uh, his son, the Maharit, says there's no mitzvah to just visit Eretz Yisrael. There's a mitzvah to have Yeshiva Aretz. Ah, so what does he do with the Dalat Amos? Says there's a mitzvah when you go to Dalat Amos. So, I mean, it's Hasidus, and they're not called Rabbanan for nothing. You know, they, these people didn't want to leave Akko, and they didn't want to leave Akko because, you know, Dalat Amos and Rabbanan were sometimes machmir, and it was Amidus Hasidus, but you're allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, don't worry about the Gemara. And, he, and the, the Marit holds that. And, and others hold, no, there's a mitzvah even when you, um, when you go uh, to Eretz Yisrael. I thought, I, I had a hava, I mean, I called, I called, uh, I stayed up late tonight and I called my Rav, because I thought this was Mamash the Machlokis, um, Chabad basically, Chabad and the Sephardim, uh, with the Ashkenazim, on whether you have to keep two days or one day when you go to Eretz Yisrael. We hold that you have to keep two days when you visit Eretz Yisrael if you don't live there. And Chabad and, and the Sephardim hold that you keep one day. I thought it was based on this, whether there's a mitzvah of Yishev Haaretz even for one second, or whether there's a mitzvah of Yishev Haaretz only if you're Nisyashev there, only if you make, have a real uh, Yishu. That's not the pshat, by the way. So, anyways, he told he confirmed that that's not the pshat. There's not a consensus. He told me that. That's what he told me on the phone, also. Yeah. So, anyways, but for the Chabad Rabbanim that do hold that, it's not based on this Muggin of Ram. It is not. Okay. I thought it was. I made it fit like perfectly. I was like, this is it. This is, this is the thing. Okay, but it's not. Nevertheless. Okay, uh, last but not least, just to end off here. Okay, so leaving Eretz Yisrael, as we know, it's Aser, um, and it's going to be, um, okay, it, it's, uh, uh, we just went over all that stuff, and that's going to be, okay. What is the Rambam? The Rambam? Yeah, the Pashtus of the Rambam is that it's just a Heksha Mitzvah, Pashtus. Mamish, a Heksha Mitzvah, and there's Mitzvah Satsal Yusvaretz. But it's just like a sukkah, you're not going to be able to, you know, like. Yeah. According to the one that doesn't say walking in Israel is a mitzvah, so what, what would be the owning property, owning land? Like yeah, so good, good kasha, excellent, excellent kasha. So they bring that kasha, so they bring the kasha and they say, well, what do you have to do to have a yeshiva aretz? Uh, what if you made aliyah, like, or let, whether you make aliyah or not, let's say you move to Eretz Israel and you don't have a deer, you, you can't afford a house, because I don't know anybody that can afford a house. I was renting there for $1,250 a month with four kids at the time. And I asked the woman, yeah, because I wanted to live in Eretz Yisrael, I'm like, how much does this apartment cost to buy? $750,000. So the, the amount, so because Eretz Yisrael has a great 
um, the, 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 the poor and the wealthy are very vastly apart. So here to rent out a $750,000 house, probably get $7,500, something like, let's just say it's 10%, whatever it is. In Eretz Yisrael, nobody could afford that. So they can't, they can't physically rent it out. But when you have rich Americans and people from England and Europe and, uh, you know, that are buying these apartments, they can charge top dollar. So that's just how it works in Eretz Yisrael. So like, um, anyway, so I had four kids in one room in a small apartment and like, this is like, it, um, and the woman is like $750,000. It was, uh, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll be renting for the rest of my life. And then I moved to Atlanta, nevertheless. So the, um, so, okay, so now, the Rav Moshe Feinstein, now this is a tremendous Kiddush. Rav Moshe Feinstein, the Igris Moshe, he says the following. He says as follows, and it's an Evan Ezer because uh, you know, all uh, marriage things are gonna be like this. He says, so he makes a distinction, and if you got everything, he says the following. It's an Isser to leave, it's, it's an Isser to leave Eretz Yisrael, right? And there's a mitzvah to be in Eretz Yisrael. But there's no Isser to live outside of Eretz Yisrael. How is that possible? How is there no Isser to live outside of Eretz Yisrael? So the Ramban says, he left, the Ramban, uh, the Rav Moshe Feinstein says, that you're being mekayim a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah's kiyumis. Not a mitzvah's chiyuvis, it's a mitzvah's kiyumis. Dahainu, that means to say, like sitzis. Do you have to wear sitzis? For sure you do not, you do not have to wear sitzis. But if you have a four-cornered baguette, you have to put sitzis on it, yeah? So sitzis is not a mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah's kiyumis. If you do get a baguette of four corners, you have to wear sitzis. If you don't, you don't have to wear sitzis. There's no mitzvah whatsoever. Eretz Yisrael is the same way. Eretz Yisrael says Rav Moshe Feinstein is a mitzvah's kiyumis, just like sitzis. By the way, I was friends with a guy in Harnof, a Baal Tshuva, and the guy heard a shir from his rub that, mitzvah, that uh, living in the land of Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah's kiyumis. He mamash made aliyah right after. And when I say aliyah, he just moved there. But, and he still lives there to this day. Um, I forget his last name. Tzvi was the first name. But nevertheless, so it's a mitzvah's kiyumis. So now we have a kasha, though. Why is there an isser to leave Eretz Yisrael? There's no isser to take off sitzis. If you don't want to wear your sitzis right now and you want to go work out, you want to do whatever you want, take off your sitzis. Why is there an isser to leave Eretz Yisrael if it's only a mitzvah's kiyumis? Says the Moshe Feinstein, this is the biggest chiddush, this is the end of it. The, the Rabbanin were machazik, the mitzvah, kiyumis of living in the land of Israel by attaching an isser de Rabbanin to the mitzvah de Arisa of living there. The isser de Rabbanin is leaving. The Rabbanin had the... Yeholas, the Afsharus, they had the ability to put an Isser of leaving Eretz Yisrael as an Isser de Rabbanan because they want you to perform the mitzvah's kiyumas of living in the land. In order to be machazik the Araisa. That's the finish of the Mishnah. You're weakening the issue itself by having people Could be, but I mean, the, how could you make an Isser to something? Only to be machazik a mitzvah. And that's it. By the way, the, toz, the Ramban, if you read the Ramban on the bottom page, the Ramban, as Hashkafa goes, tells you that there is a mitzvah to live. Uh, if you live outside of Eretz Yisrael, he quotes that there is a, uh, that it's like you're worshiping idols, just to say it is a nice thing. And he, the Ramban goes as far as to say, he, uh, there are different ways to understand the Ramban, that doing mitzvahs outside of Eretz Yisrael is only practice, he says. And he gives a svara, by the way. The svara is, is that each uh, country outside of Eretz Yisrael is a sar. We're in the sar of some, the Sam uh, here, and that's going to be wherever the biggest nation and most powerful nation is. And, the, and we feed off of those sarim, and it's another blockage from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Whereas in Eretz Yisrael, you don't have it. Lots of nafkaminas come out from that, by the way. Um, we look like wherever we're from. 
we look like wherever we're from. In Eretz Yisrael, there are Hasidim from Europe that still are as pale as can be. And there are Taimanim that live in Eretz Yisrael that are still as dark as can be. And, but if you see, when the Jews moved to China and Shanghai, for a brief period of time after the Holocaust, some Jews mamish look Chinese. We look American. Spanish Jews look Spanish. In Eretz Yisrael, you don't have that because there's no 